You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, you know, I think that leads me into my next topic um, because I have some concerns about the quarterback position on the blue line. I'm not you know, have to make this 10-time disclaimer. I'm a, I am like Miro Haskinen. I think he's a good player, but you and I talked on this podcast last year, taking it to the next level. I just don't see that offensive aggressiveness um, that could be a huge plus for this team, especially on the power play. And then he has the ability, um, I think, to enter the offensive zone. Um, he has the speed. He has the, um, you know, puck-carrying ability, but... I, you know, I'm just not seeing him do it enough where it's like, you know, we have to pay attention to Haskin and when it comes to offense, wanted to get your it thoughts had to on be that. A concern. It had to be a concern regardless of how negotiations went or not when John Klingberg left. Yeah. John Klingberg, Sergei Zubov, they make special plays on power plays. They, they find seams, they saucer pucks, uh, similar to what Kane did to, to Domi last night. Miro's a direct passer. He 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 makes great passes. He's a skater. You know, it's funny. I I asked Heike. Uh, Mike Heike was on. I had Heike on my podcast. I think a week or two ago, whatever it was. And my question to him was: Has Miro done enough to put himself in in the in the Norris Trophy conversation? And 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 Mike, and I didn't know how Mike was going to answer, but he immediately said no. And I agree. And I said, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and it's really, and it, it's nothing more than the offensive side of things. Yep. I mean, but again, <clears throat> you know what I, I Miro's Miro's a, a player that kills plays defensively with his speed and, and typically with his stick, he can skate himself out of trouble. He can, he can, he's got the foot speed and the, the agility to, to skate side by side with McDavid and, and people like this, but he's not a, he's not a great defensive defenseman i mean i the norris trophy winners now are more offensive but but they also still can can take away time and space and and make the the proper decisions on uh, because i'm going back to the one that miro gave there were two on one last night yeah. domi and king again yep uh, it, it was the way that it was played in my opinion was awful and it was no and what was even probably worse was ryan Suter the way he played his i mean <clears throat> as defenseman i they're both playing off the close post, the puck carrier. They're off, the, so there's a lot of room on the offside if the puck gets through. They make themselves look small. They turn sideways instead of making yourself look bigger. And when they go down, they go down, or at least Suter, he goes down the wrong way. Instead of have your body in a passing lane, his stick is in a passing yep. lane. Yeah. Well, the puck can get through a lot easier. So the, the point of all that is, um, yeah, and, and Miro's a great player. I mean, let's let's not. I, I'm just saying he's not he's not the best defensive player in the game he's not the best offensive player in the game that right. that goes probably to eric carlson this yep, year yep <clears throat> you know so <clears throat> it, it's he's still a great player he is but 
but yes, you're you're right. And and I that's why I thought when that's the only thing I said about the departure of Klingberg is is this going to affect the power play? And now Dallas has had a good power play. Yep. I mean, they're top they're you know, they're tops in the league up there. So you can't complain about that, but I think more of that is not necessarily from a defenseman setting somebody up for a goal. It's more Pavelski setting up, hence him setting up, Robertson, Roberts setting up. You know, it's those three guys. That's what I think. Now, but then when you, the, the other side of that coin is like, then you just get the puck to one of those three guys and that's what Miro does. But if you're looking for that special, holy, what a pass right. that was, that, that's not what you have. So, but again, there's different elements there. So I don't know, but I agree with you when it comes to the Klingberg. Klingberg was a guy that, Miro coming, leaving his zone, getting to the offensive blue line where John Klingberg would have made some kind of a, a pass cross ice. Sergei Zubov would have made a, a ridiculous pass across the ice past two guys. Miro skates past two guys. And then, and then he, you know, distributes the puck. That's what I think. He yep. uses his skating speed. So uh, I guess it depends on who you ask. I mean, you're not trading Miro Haskin in a way. No, no. You know, no. so. But is he is he the the catalyst? Is he the quarterback for the Dallas Stars power play? Typically, your your defenseman or that defenseman is. I mean, John Carlson, who's been injured in in Washington. You don't think Ovi wants him back? Yeah, uh, and the team wants him back. That team has gone sideways here, and it, a lot of it has to do with that with that one guy missing. They're they're important players. And- yeah, absolutely. Especially like offensively, you know, like a Thomas Shabbat, who you know, might show some liability on the defensive side, but at the same time, when he has the puck, you're like, whoa. And I mean, you know, we hate to keep bringing him up, and I mean, hope he gets better soon because of the concussion protocol, but uh, Makar, where it's like, you have to put a body or a guy on him, or like you said earlier, you have to keep an eye on him, and that allows other players space. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, but you know what? There's only a handful of these yep. guys in the NFL. True, true. You know, everybody would love to have one, and it's just it, it's not happening. True. So true. again, I I don't think we can. You can't sit here and knock the power play because it's it's been one of the strengths for the Dallas Stars this year. It seems like every time yep. that power play comes on the ice, if they don't score, they're, they're creating momentum for the next group. And I do I do worry, and I'm either ahead of this or I am not evaluating this correctly, but. At that salary cap cap figure, I mean, that's my worry with Haskinen. Like I said, a really good player, but can he take the next step? Because that's a big salary for a number of years, and he will be a solid player. But you can only have so many of those solid players at top tier salaries because you know then you're cap strapped and can't get those pieces to to you know to move forward. And that's why I think Jacob Chikrin solves multiple problems. And it's a fair value, about four point five million right now for the next two years after this year. So, and then you can sign him to a long term because you got some people coming off the uh, books. So, you know, hate to knock the veteran, but uh, another guy we probably got to get going is uh, Joe Pavelski. Um, 
you know, kind of kind of in a slump. Um, and I wanted to talk about Mason Marchment because I was gonna. Well, I was wondering when you're gonna bring him up. Well, I mean, am I wrong to bring him up? I mean, I, no, I, you know, no. I mean, and, that, and, and I think I see mannerisms in, in him um, at the end of plays that that don't result in what he wants him to result in, and he's yeah. kind of looking upward. And, and usually that just means a little bit of frustration. But he hasn't scored in, what, 20-some games, 25, 26 games or something like that. He so has. Of and, course he's frustrated. And the other thing is is that the penalties he's taken this year are 50% of what his career penalty total is. Yeah. I mean, so maybe he's pressing too hard. Maybe he's trying to be that physical presence on that line. But I'm I, at some point you would think DeBoer and the staff – want to move him down a line or two and try somebody else because you know try- it's just like saying do you want to move fox up into to the two hole i mean you i know. didn't craig but i i kind of said some really good things about him on the previous podcast <laughs> i mean yeah, when he was I, in I that hole he, i don't think he's a he's he, not a number two no not on a regular basis right no not well i was gonna say on a stanley and again i don't want to say a stanley cup contender because they are a stanley cup contender sure so they just they go about their business and their their team philosophy, I think, is a little bit different. I mean, you go over to the east and it's I mean, Carolina's speed, Boston's speed, Rangers are speed, you know, and I think that Dallas is is kind of more of a balanced team to where their they their their philosophy may be, yeah, we can we can score on the power play. We've got that line, we've got Jason Robertson but we're going to be hard to play against. We're going to defend hard and they're not going to get quality scoring chances. And you've got a good goaltender. And if so if we can keep things to the, to the perimeter, we don't give up grade a scoring chances like that were done last night. Three goals were, you know, again, they, they weren't played properly in my opinion, but even still they're And, but, but even, I mean, Jake made one save. I can't remember what part of the game was. It was a ridiculous pass that went from, you know, from, I think it was from his left to his right, made a pad save. Um, You know, so you've got that goalie that can, that can do that. And so, you know, it does Jim Neal and and Pete DeBoer, do they have a different philosophy, how they go about their game and believe that they can win games by giving up? Are are they going into games and saying, you know what? Yeah, we want to score four or five goals. Of course, everybody does. But our main focus is, we're not giving up more than two. And, you know, so again, that sometimes you, you're fly. Okay. We don't, because again, the playoffs are different. The playoffs are different than the regular season. So you get to the, you get to the playoffs and now because you play a little bit stingier game and you play a little bit more uh, positionally correct game and you play the same team every other night for two weeks, are you going to frustrate them? Are you going to, cut down on the scoring chances and your goaltender is going to do what your goaltender did last year against Calgary. And is that going to give us the better recipe to get ourselves into the finals? You know, you just got to get there. Yep. So, you know, that might be a, a conversation that ownership, Jim Nill, the head, the coaching staff of all had, we're not in the East. And, you know, we believe that if we do get up there, we can frustrate whatever team out of the East gets there. I mean, look at when they played against Tampa this year. They played against Buffalo or uh, Boston this year. They were one goal games. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I do remember that the Boston game, you know, that Bergeron didn't do anything. I, I well, and oh, we he know was bad. Pasta scored, Pasta scored the OT goal. Right. And that basically their second line, if I don't even call it their second line because 
I think Pasternak is number two in the league in, in goal yeah, scoring. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but again, they, they have balance on that, that team too. So again, I, I the sky's not falling here. Um, and, but you know what you, I think that the first, what, 60 games that they played, they put themselves in a spot where, okay, we can go through a little adversity. We just got to make sure that we, we zip it up sooner than later and, and slowly get back to, to where we want to be for our last 10 games heading into the playoffs. That I, I would say that there's no panic in there. Is there concern? I don't even know if the word would be concern. I think they're going to break games down and go, you know what? We're just giving up two or three more scoring, quality scoring chances that we did in our first 50 games. Let's tighten it up. Let, let's, let's get our head on a swivel. Um, you know, we're turning – like that, uh, the goal that uh, – uh, who would have been the Kane goal? I think it was Tyler, that Sagan, that turned the puck over in the neutral zone. Yeah. I mean, just – and he was on the right side of the red line where he, instead of a little drop pass, he could have put it in the zone and gone to work. Yeah, like he kind of did just, a blind pass. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of threw it behind his back. Yeah. Those are the little things that you will learn from now. And when you're playing against whoever it's going to be, Colorado, uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota, you're going to go, now let's, let's just reflect back. You know, those little things that we did in the regular season – it, you know, we're here, we're where we want to be, but those things, you know, are things that we need to make sure we don't do, because those are the kind of plays that in, in when you're in the playoffs and, you know, the series is tied three, three, two, two, and that could be something that swings a series. And those are the kind of things that you need to learn from, you know, from the regular season. That's what it's about. 